Hello, this is Emmanuel Bumnaya. In Matthew chapter 1, we see some of the events that happened before the birth of Jesus Christ. We see the birth of Jesus Christ recorded in Matthew chapter 2. On the other hand, Luke brings the story of the birth of Christ from another perspective Matthew didn't cover. Luke helps us see how John the Baptist is related to Jesus and how that his birth was equally filled with supernatural happenings. And then we see the birth of Jesus Christ recorded in Luke chapter 2. Luke 1 from verse 1 to verse 4. I'm reading from the King James Version. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. So Luke says here that many persons have written about the things that took place around the life and times of Jesus, based on reports from eyewitnesses who were there from the very beginning and were those sent by Jesus to go minister the message of the good news. Then Luke says he also felt it was a good idea for him to write, since he had had perfect understanding of everything that took place from the very beginning of Jesus' life. Notice that Luke said many had written. Luke didn't say God told him to write. He said it seemed good to him to write as well. What is interesting is that Luke's writing is now one of the famous four Gospels in the Bible. The writings of those many other people he spoke about didn't make it to our hands today. God picked Luke's work, favored it above the writings that many did, and gave it a prominent place in his special book called the Bible that he would hand down to all humanity. Think about it. What if Luke didn't write because so many had written? What Luke did, just by the fact that it came into his mind as a good idea, turned out to be something that even God cherishes so much. Friends, don't always wait for a leading. Don't always wait for a dream or a prophecy from God. If you are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, learn to do what seems good to you. Your very thoughts are not yours. They are anointed, like Reverend Deji Olavode would say. God thinks to you. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, we see Samuel anoint Saul and tell him he will be king over Israel. Samuel gave him prophetic signs that would take place in his life that very day he was speaking to Saul. Last of all, Samuel said that the Spirit of God would come upon Saul. Then in verse 7, Samuel told Saul something very striking. Samuel said that when the Spirit comes on Saul, between that time and when they would meet again seven days after that, Saul should do whatever he thinks is right to be done, because God was with him. Wow! In other words, Samuel was telling Saul not to wait for a sign, or for a leading, or for a prophecy before knowing what to do. He meant that the very Spirit of God upon Saul would inspire his thoughts and direct him aright, such that the things that would seem good to Saul to do would be the right things for him to do. Time will fail me to talk about how that this same rule was what we see the apostles use in Acts chapter 15 verse 25 and Acts chapter 15 verse 28 to direct the believers in Antioch on what to do about the controversies that arose there. Please hear me friends, if it seems good to God and if it seems good to you, please go ahead. If Luke was waiting for a prophecy or for some kind of angelic vision to let him know he was to write the book of Luke, he probably would not have had it today. So do what seems good to you to do. If God sees you on the path you sincerely think is right and he doesn't want to have you there, he will stop you in one way or the other. Don't always wait for a leading. Move.